I realized that one of the most complicated things for so many people is trying to figure out how to get their house organized, how to get a handle on it when they have kids running around, when they have jobs to do, when they have people to feed, when they have places to go and people to see, let alone holidays, birthdays, events, all the school activities. There's just a lot going on. And sometimes our homes become the space where everything just piles up. It becomes a catch-all for all the stuff. At the end of a busy day, at the beginning of a busy day, in the middle of a busy day, things are just placed in random spots over and over and over again. You end up not being able to find anything and you end up wasting time all day long. Backtracking over all of the steps that you already made to try and find the thing that you thought was here, but then it's not there, to help the kids find the things that they need because they have no idea where they put it down. And you're following mixed breadcrumb trails, and then you're overwhelmed, and all you say is, We have too much stuff. Well, today's podcast episode is going to tell you exactly where to hone in, exactly what's to focus on. I'm giving you the top three areas right now to start organizing, get these done, get them under your belt, and they will drastically change your ability to not only have more time, but to become a more productive mom. Are you ready for it? Grab a pen and paper because it's about to go down. Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves. Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I know that you've noticed, or maybe you haven't noticed, but you probably will by the end of this episode. I am having a thing (laughs) with my throat. Uh, I have a cold. And so I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited to record this episode. And I was like, well, uh, it's time to just record it. So just bear with me. I got a cup of hot tea here and I am going to do my very best. But it's just going to be what it's going to be today. And so instead of me stopping and starting a thousand times, you may hear me clear my throat. And so I hope that today's content which I know is something that we all look forward to getting into into our homes and we all have goals to do. I I really hope that it, it excites you enough and it intrigues you enough to overlook the fact. And this is like the best that my voice has sounded. Like I legit have sounded like a hardcore man for the last like week. Poor Tara, I the uh, my executive assistant, we vox and like every day and I've even just like stopped voxing some of my friends and Tara but like there's just like work that's had to be done you know and my voice I'm just like how am I supposed to podcast when I can hardly like get through it the funniest thing I feel amazing I feel really great it's just this thing so with that being said please don't let today be the day that you leave your review 
Except if you love it, please go leave a review. I love it when you guys leave reviews. It's how other people find out about this show. It's how the podcast gets ranked. And so when the podcast has more reviews, more five-star reviews, thank you very much, uh, that's how other people find it in, in their search. So whenever somebody searches for time management or organization or any of that fun stuff, right? Work from home moms and schedules and time blocking and paper planners, like all that kind of stuff is how we get found. Um, And that's all thanks to the reviews that you guys have been leaving. I love reading them so very much. Not today, but very soon I'm going to get back and read a couple of them on the show. So if you want me to read your review on the show, I would love to do that. You just have to go over and subscribe to iTunes and then leave a five-star review and tell me what you love about the show. Today, we're going to just jump right in to the three things in your home that you need to organize to be able to create more time and become productive, the kind of productive that you're working so hard to be, but it's just not quite cutting it. I have come to find that with these three spaces, or things being organized in my home that I truly can produce more. And if I ever let them go um, and I don't keep up with the organization, because then, then I stop being as productive. Because here's the thing. If you go and you organize something one time, it doesn't just stay organized. You have to keep it organized. And a lot of that has, there's two parts to that. One of them is how you've organized it. And there's a process to organizing, right? Keeping it organized has a lot to do with knowing the process of organization. And that's my favorite thing about tier three in the academy is the escape method that we teach. I literally hand it over to you and I give it to you. And it's a one-stop shop to organizing your entire home with one method that allows you to keep it organized because of the way that we go through the process. And I want you to just get started with organizing these things and don't be afraid of, oh, well, I'm probably not going to keep it organized or I've tried it before and it didn't work, so I'm not going to do it again. It's a process. You're going to have different evolutions and iterations of the same space being organized multiple times until you figure out what works for you. And that's okay. But that means that you just need to get started right now. Okay. The second part of that, of keeping a space organized is your habits. And so we're not going to go into that, but I just want you to remember that it's really important when you organize something that you realize that you're going to have to create a habit of putting things back in the place where you have designated them to go. Okay. So here are the three places that I want you to get started with. And I have a little tip for you at the very end. If these three places don't super resonate with you, we're going to talk about what this looks like in your life. So stick around for that tip at the very end. Okay, here's the first place. And if you only do one of these three, this is absolutely the number one, okay? The first place is your fridge. (laughs) In order to save time and to become more productive, you have to have an organized fridge, hands down. You're in and out of the fridge. If you are a work-from-home mom, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a homeschooling mom, you're in the in, in and out of the fridge at minimum five times a day if you're feeding your kids fresh fruits and veg, vegetables. 
And if you're a working mom, it's even more important. You're in the fridge less, but you have less time, right? So it's absolutely vital that you get this one space that you're in charge of, or maybe your husband's the one that's doing it. Regardless, it still needs to be super organized for a lot of reasons. Here's what happens. Not only can you get in and out quickly and get done what you need to get done and feed people the food that needs to be fed to them that you want to feed to them that's healthy, but you also can begin to outsource. I love being able to say to my husband that stands in front of the fridge for 12 hours saying we have nothing to eat. No, he doesn't ever say that. The kids do, but he's always like, I can't find it. We don't have any. That's his thing. We don't have any. I can't find it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's on the second shelf down all the way in the back right corner. And I can say that because I know where we keep all the bread. I know where we keep all the dairy. I know where we keep all the meats. I know where we keep all the lunch snacks. Like I know exactly where we keep the greens. I literally know where we keep everything. And that is precisely how you're going to go about doing it. I'm not going to dive super deep into how to organize every single one of these things. That will be for a different podcast episode, or you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy if you're ready to jump in and have me hand over the exact system to you and get all of this in place with a community of friends around you that are also organizing and decluttering and doing all the time blocking and putting systems in every area of their life too. So you can jump in with us at any at any point, at any moment, at any day. You can get started for $97. Check out the details at chelseajoe.co backslash academy. We would love to have you there. But you can also totally get started on organizing your fridge on your own. I literally just dumped out the exact process and how I do it like a minute ago. I just have categories for everything just like I do in every other organized place in my house and you know there's so many different there's so many different ways to just go in there and say oh here's where I want to keep this and here's where I want to keep these things and here's where I want to keep these things clean it out right like get in there and get it organized take the time pull everything out clean it all up put only back what you use like how many condiments do you even have in there Do you really need all of them? I bet you anything, you probably have four barbecue sauces that are already open. Maybe it's ketchup in your house. We just tend to have a lot of barbecue sauce here, right? Like, is one of them so old you need to throw it away? Or are two of them brand new and somebody opened one because they couldn't find it and they pulled one out from the pantry and now you have two brand new ones. Can you combine them? Like, what does this look like, right? Okay, that's the first space that you need to organize. Here is the second space. I dabbled with a lot of different spaces in my home and I really sat down and I looked at, okay, number one, like screamed at me, right? Two and three, I was like, "Mm." I couldn't really decide. There's just so many things that make your life easier when your house is minimal and organized and decluttered. Like it's just such an important part of not only being a work from home mom and succeeding in home and business, but just being able to navigate life with your kids and life with your husband and just the busyness that you have on your plate. So here's the second thing that I picked. It's your kids' clothes. That may come as a surprise to you. Let me talk to you a little bit about this. So now that I have Bailey Mays, Bailey is four and Frankie is nine, my kids can completely get themselves dressed for the day for anything. And that includes my four-year-old now. And that is such a game changer for us in the mornings 
it is such a game changer for me not to have to go upstairs and get the girls dressed is huge Frankie likes for me to lay her outfits out the night before because sometimes she has a hard time picking and so that's fine we do that but here's the flip side to that with Frankie she's able to put her clothes away her her dresser drawers are labeled it literally says pants bottoms pajamas undergarments like I cut them out in in my on my Cricut and I labeled them on there but you could use masking tape. I used masking tape for a long time, wrote with a Sharpie on it. And then whenever I wanted to change something, it was really easy to change something. You know, I just pulled the masking tape off and stuck another piece on there. Not a big deal. Chalkboard labels are really cool for that as well, because then you just erase it and put something new on there. The other really cool part about having your kids' clothes organized is that it makes it super simple to outsource it. I loathe putting clothes away. I love washing them. It's real simple, but putting them away is like my kryptonite. So then I can just say, hey, Blaine, I got all of Bailey's pants put away. Can you go get all of her shirts put away? Like I'll sort them, but for whatever reason, like standing there and putting them all away pains me. So it's very easy for me and it's very easy for him. He loves the labels. Bailey's drawers are all labeled and I chose not to put pictures on hers. First of all, because her dresser, she has a big dresser. It was my dresser before I met Blaine and got married, and then it just stayed in Bailey's room. Anyway, long story short, she has a big dresser, and so I could be teaching her how to put her own clothes away independently on her own, but I'm just choosing to do that chore and task with her. I'm teaching her how to fold. Like Right now, I don't care that she doesn't know which drawer her shirts and her tops are in. when she wants to get dressed they're all in separate drawers so she knows when she pulls open the drawer which one they're in and she has four drawers she has shirts pants shorts and skirts right so and all of her dresses get hung up so it just makes it super simple for her but you could use picture graphs or picture (laughs) pictographs nope pictures for labels for your little ones that can't read but honestly, like it, they become sight words for the kids, which is really, really cool. Um, and so that's what we've done. And Bailey can go upstairs. She can get herself dressed now. I love it. And simplifying is part of organizing. Okay. You have to be getting rid of the things that no longer fit, that don't match the rest of the wardrobe, because you want to make it simple for your kids to get dressed, right? And so it's super nice when nearly every top matches every bottom and it doesn't really matter how you put them together. That's the important part of getting your kids' clothes organized is going in there and making sure that they have some type of capsule wardrobe. Now, that doesn't mean you have to limit yourself to numbers. You don't have to make it complicated. Just pull everything out of the drawers, lay it down on the ground, and lay all the bottoms down and lay all the tops down. What are you really working with here? Do you have 25 tops and four bottoms? Okay. Four bottoms might work if you have girls that don't get dirty like me. You know, like, look at what you need. What do you have? What do you need? Do you need a drawer that says play clothes and school clothes? And so when your kids get up and get dressed, they know which clothes are play clothes and which clothes are school clothes. Like, 
What does your family need for your kids' clothes to be organized? Go through there, get it all cleaned up, and it will truly like start saving you time. It makes putting laundry away easier. We've already talked about how easy it is to outsource. And then when you start saving time, that's when you're able to become more productive. It's so much easier to get the laundry done. It's so much easier to get them out the door and to school on time. It's so much easier to navigate going anywhere, doing anything because your kids can get dressed quickly. You or someone else, if you're like me, can, well, I actually do put my kids' clothes away, but the whole thing just becomes seamless. And that's the kind of relief that you're seeking. And so it starts with this one act of going in there. You only need like an hour per kid. I promise you. Don't get all attached like seriously. And the other part of this that I didn't even think about adding in here, but is actually a huge part of my kids' clothes organization, is I have an empty tub inside of Bailey's bedroom that stays open in her closet. It's like a tote with a lid that clips on, but I keep the lid off of it. And whenever Frankie outgrows clothes, instead of folding them and putting them back in her drawers, shoving them at the top of her dresser or shoving them in the dirty clothes because she tried it on or leaving it on the floor, she now knows this doesn't fit me. It goes in the bin. And that helps me to be able to hand down the clothes from Frankie to Bailey in a very, very, very easy fashion. And so over time, over a whole year, Frankie will be getting rid of all of her 7 8 seven, eight clothes as she grows into her nine, 10 clothes. Right. And so slowly, but surely we're just purging in this beautiful fashion. And then in Bailey's closet and Bailey's room, we just have a cute basket that's decorative. So every time we are changing her or I'm folding laundry and a two T pops up in the middle of all the four T clothes, I just pull it out and I throw it in the basket. So there you go. I just dropped a bonus system inside of this podcast episode, but it really is. I mean, that is our system. That's what we do. And you can see how much of a well-oiled machine it is. And that's part of having my kids closed organized. Okay, moving on to the third system. Uh, you guys, I just feel like I just, I just want to tell you all of the areas in your house to organize because it's just so much fun. But I think here's the third one. I'm just going to give it to you and then I'll give you my reason behind it. It's, it's your command center. It's like, and then we've talked about this on the podcast episode, so I'm not going to get into this, but this really is a space that you need to focus on. You can go back and you can search inside of the podcast vault. If you don't know what the podcast vault is, it is a free spreadsheet that you have access to to search. It's a catalog of all of our podcast episodes that we've ever done with links to them. You can search by category or topic, and um, the link to find that is inside of our Facebook group. It's pinned to the top. It's a beautiful resource. It's amazing. And um, you can go in there and you can type in command center and you'll be able to find the podcast episode on it. So here's the here's the real like crux of this command center, right? It's your main hub for communicating. And the reason why you need to organize this is so everyone has a focal place for where the day-to-day use items get stored. So this looks like your kids' backpacks and your keys 
all the things that you're searching for to get out the door on time. <laughs> if your command center is not organized, that you're searching for shoes, you're searching for backpacks, you're searching for homework, you're searching for keys, you're searching for the fob, like you're searching for the masks probably if you're still in a part of the country where you have masks. You're looking for all of the little items that you need to take with you on the go a lot because they don't have one space to stay. Where's the jackets? Where's the scarves? Like all of our stuff stays in one spot. Our command center is split between two spots in our home just because of the way our house is designed. That's way it, that's how it ended up and that's okay. That's how we ended up organizing it, right? So all the bins, all the labels, all the whiteboards, the dry erase markers, this has been able to free up a solid 20 minutes every morning in our morning routine, and it makes our after-school routine easier, which then also frees up more time for me in the evening because I'm not picking up all of the things. I don't understand how children shed so much stuff from the time you pick them up from school until like dinner time. I feel like there's just like a shedding process and it starts in the car and then it moves to the garage and then it moves to the kitchen and then the living room and then we have our major hub of our command center, which is like the entryway point, right? Some people use their mudroom for this, like whatever that looks like in your family. But we come in through the garage and I'm like literally still training them. Everything comes out of the car. Stop taking things. Don't take anything out of your backpack because if you take it out of your backpack when you're in the car, then guess what? You're going to have to get it all back in the backpack to take it in the house. So it's like these kinds of this kind of training, right? <laughs> to be able to keep my command center organized. They know where their backpack goes. They know where all the things go. And this honestly has been probably the longest training session. We'll just call it a training session. The longest period of of training that we've had for any system. And I think it's because it's just an evolution. And also me learning how to keep this space organized and how to utilize it well. So what I'm saying is that the command center is an ever-evolving space. Every spot in your home is. But in order for your command center to help you become more productive, you're going to have to stick with it. You're going to have to continue to evolve it until you find a good groove with it. And so this shedding process that I was speaking of, we finally found a pretty decent groove. As soon as we get in the house, they always hear me say, please take off your shoes, wash your hands and empty your backpacks. Like, and when they empty their backpacks, they know that they have to wash out their lunch boxes. Bailey may know she has to do her lunch box thing that she does. And I help her a little bit. They know how to get started with their homework. Like it's this thing, right? It's the after school routine. But without a command center, an organized one that works well, we wouldn't have an after-school routine. And so that's why I'm telling you the after-school routine is so efficient. But without the command center, that's like the hub of our before-school routine and our after-school routine. And even sometimes our weekend routines revolve around, hey, what are we doing? Who's pitching in to to help clean this zone, right? Because we do zone cleaning in our house. And like, it's just, 
It's such a beautiful thing to have organized, but don't get discouraged if you stand in front of your space and you're like, well, crumb, what do I, what do I put in my command center? I need ideas. And this is going to lead me into my tip. Okay. So get started with these three. I'd love to hear which one of them you're going to start first. If you want support, if you want encouragement, drop it inside of the Facebook group, give yourself an accountability moment and say, Hey, I'm going to have my fridge organized this weekend. I'd love for you to circle back and follow up. Like use the Facebook group for that. That's what it's there for. We're there to cheer you on and support you. But if you're not active in there, if you're not coming to us and saying, Hey, this is what I want to do. We can't support you. So raise your hand and say, I'm doing this so that we can be there for you and we can be excited. I love being on this journey with you. That's what this podcast is. That's what it's for. And the Facebook group is a place where we hang out after we listen to the podcast together to be able to really implement these things in our lives. So here's the tip. When you go and you look at these three places, if they're already organized and you're still having a heck of a time, look, what is causing you? What is the, what, where is the one space in your house that is sucking away your time or the one moment in your day? Cause you might not be able to define it to a place just yet. You might look at it and be like, oh my gosh, the mornings, the afternoons, if you're homeschooling, it might be like a certain point in your homeschool day where like you just lose them, right? They get distracted. Maybe it's after snack. Maybe it's after lunch. Like look at what is is causing you a problem. Maybe it's after after school activities or maybe it's like after dinner and who knows what area you're having the most tragedy with in your house every single day. But that time is falling apart because of a lack of organization, which is a lack of a system in your house. And so you just want to look at that space and figure out what do I need to do to make this organized, right? And then you're going to go from there. It might not be your kids' clothes. It might not be. It probably is. And these are three amazing places to start. But you have the, the ability and the knowledge to know your family better than I do. So go in there and look at what needs to be done. Stand in the place and say, all right, what's tripping me up? What is the problem? Am I digging for ice packs? Like, I'll tell you just from my own personal example, like my fridge is organized and our pantry is organized and our before school routine is amazing. But guess what? I have too many ice packs and I'm constantly digging for ice packs. I tell Bailey, hey, go get your own ice block for your lunch bag. She can't find it. So guess what? I just failed at outsourcing because I failed at keeping the space organized. That cost me time and I was less productive. Boom. There's my answer. There it is. I need to go in there. I need to get rid of ice packs. I'm obsessed with them. I'm having issues letting go of them. I don't know what the big deal is. It's because it's Arizona, you guys. Like, We use ice packs all the time. I use them in the car seats. Like we use them all the time for all the things because it is bloody hot here. And so maybe I just don't need to get rid of ice packs. Maybe we really do use them, but maybe half the year I need to take them out because we're not using them. And in the summertime, I put them back in and I need a different organizing solution, right? So these are the things that you need to ask yourself when you're going in there. 
I now am approaching 30 minutes on this podcast episode. My voice needs a rest. I've given you so much. Let's call it quits. I'm so excited to see what you guys get done with this episode. Christmas is coming. If you're listening to this in real time, I hope you have the greatest week with your family during these holidays. I'm looking forward to celebrating all week next week. We've got something super, super special coming up on the podcast with you next week. I'm going to be in your earbuds like almost every day, friends. Get excited. It's going to be really, really fun. That's all I have. It's been so fun hanging out with you from behind the mic. Until next time, I'm going to see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.